today on The Breakdown. It's the PCA from 2019, and there's two tables left. And relatively big poker stars Marc-Andre Ladoucerre and Daniel Strelitz are in this hand, along with Brian Altman. And while everyone has already racked up $61,000 in winnings, guess what? That ain't peanuts compared to first place, which is $1.6 million. There is a hand that is going to happen between these guys where the flop just makes one thing, the turn makes another, and the river may be something else. If that isn't vague enough, I don't know what is. Let's talk about it right now on The Breakdown with Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy. It is a flop of Ternana River, and it makes one thing and then another and then something else, perhaps. It's kind of accurate. I mean, it's, I'm trying to be a little vague. There are, so let's, there are players. Yes, there are cards. They're playing a game. So far, so good. The players, they look like something. Good. They smell like something. And they have things. They have things. Basically, you guys, it. you guys get it. You guys have learned from this podcast at this point. It's right? not all about learning. We don't have to keep talking, do we? We could be done. It's not about learning anymore. Anyway. Nitrogen sports. We did the mention. <laughs> okay, we're good. <laughs> Quickest podcast ever. Uh, so Daniel Strelitz is a guy who's been on the scene for a while. He's had yeah. uh, a decent amount of success. A couple deep main event runs. He's part of that whole chip leader coaching cabal. Oh, is he? Uh, at least based on the patch he's wearing. Fair I enough. I don't think he's a student. I would guess he was a coach. I would guess that as well. Yeah. Um, we got Marc-Andre Ladoucerre who was always the first to Supernova Elite back in the day and has since had a bunch of live success. He's always on the short list of best-looking poker guy people out there, men yeah. who are poker players, right? I mean, yeah. I was going to say best-looking poker guys, but he'd be third on that list. Am I right? Obviously, obviously. Yeah, yeah but anyway. So good-looking over here. Um, yeah, the, so him, he's actually good at poker, too, yeah. to, you know, which is annoying. And then Brian Altman, who is a successful tournament player as well. He's a good player. All right. Cool. This is a, I will say the PCA with these last, just looking at the final two tables, like who's the people who finished in the, the final 18. This is a tough field. Like often you got, a, you got some amateurs in here, some weak spots. The spots are not super weak, man. Like here's just the people who make, some of the people who made the final two tables. Strelitz, Chino Reem, uh, Pavel Vexler. You may remember him from that hand against Matt Berkey. I don't know how tougher he is, but he seems at least like he's pretty active and he's out He's got there. the look of a good player. Yes. Brian Altman, as you mentioned. Mark Andre. Simon Dedman, like your favorite player of all time. Your Valentine, if there ever was one. Uh, Jeffrey Hakeem. <laughs> Christoph Vogelsang. Tommy Wynn. Matt Berkey. Uh, okay. That's the top 18. But, like, that's, that's impressive, man. That's a lot of hard players to play against. Yeah. That is all. Yeah. I, you know, still happy to be there because you're doing well, but it's a tough field. Of course. I agree. Yeah, you're just going to have to really have some things go your way, probably. Yeah. So we've, we've done a couple hands from this PCA already, maybe three, maybe two. We've done at least two Berkey hands from this PCA. Oh, two Berkey hands from this PCA, and then we've done two other ones at least. And the it's Dead interesting hand. because in both of them, it's a three-way pot that involves Marc-Andre Laduser, and he always kind of gets shut out of the pot. <laughs> well, well the, there's the Deadman hand where he gets shot out of the pot for sure. And then and there's the, the, one, the other one where there's uh, like, it was Deadman also with Jack 10 of spades against Frank Campana, who had the nines full. And Mark Andre Laudicera had King 10 for oh, Trip yeah. Kings, but he like had made an easy good fold with Trip Kings. Right. 
Yeah. And here we are again. With Marc-Andre Lauder-Sir. He's like, don't you guys know I'm one of the best-looking guys in poker? Stop. I'm the third best-looking poker guy. <laughs> <laughs> right, of course. Um, so we're at 80K, 60K. We have two tables left, somewhere in the vicinity of you know 15 to 18 players. Yeah. And Daniel Strelitz is in the cutoff. He's got queen 10 off, queen of spades, 10 of diamonds. Oh, I forgot. This was suggested by the Twitter master. Oh. You don't want to disrespect the master. You kind of just did. I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. Not meaning to is not good enough. Don't you think? I think it's good enough. If Scarface was there and you accidentally disrespected him, what do you think happens? I think Scarface would try to shoot me, but I would dodge it with my quick reflexes. Yeah. So maybe that's actually pretty cool. Yeah. And then Scarface would respect me again. (laughs) Yeah, he'd have to. He'd be like, damn, that was... Pretty good. You're pretty cool. You want to see a movie or something? <laughs> Let's all get a burger. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. And he would pay because he's got a lot of money. Oh, my God. So much money. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the Twitter master suggested this on Twitter. Of course, that's where he is the master of. Um, and he included a YouTube link and a timestamp. That's what you got to do. Yep. You do that. Uh, and it's a good hand. We will put you on the breakdown. What an amazing... You can tell your family at the holidays. It'd be great. I mean, look... There's people, we, we, these days, it isn't just like you, you get your name shouted out. Now we usually have a whole conversation about where you stand, you know, in the pantheon of suggestors. Like that's a big part of the, of the thing, right? Well, I guess we haven't done that today. We but, haven't done that. But we often do that. And Why we often do, give your hot take on the Twitter master. I, I'm, you know, I'm a harsher critic than you. I would say he's not a hall of famer. Wow. But wow. I would, but I would say. He is like scraping the, the veneer of the Hall of Fame. He's like very close. What mm. would you think he's a Hall of Famer? I think he's a Hall of Famer. Okay. So he's, that means he's really close. Yeah. You know, when the votes are like right on the edge, maybe this year, maybe next year, Twitter Master, you're right there. He's definitely <laughs> suggesting a lot of things like yeah. that too. So he's, he's close. That's good for the bid. But you love just giving away the Hall of Fame. Like it's like tickets to a puppet show. <laughs> I, know, I know how to be liked. <laughs> All right. So. Okay. <clears throat> Astralis opens Queen 10 from the cutoff. He's got 3 million in front of him at 80K, 60K. Okay. 50 blinds. Yes. Doing pretty well. Marc-Andre Lattus are not doing as well as 1.2 million, a little bit under 1.2 million. 20 blinds. Yeah. And he does something interesting. He decides to flat the button with King Jack off. Feels like a shove spot. It really does. That's a surprising call. He's yeah. also setting up where someone could squeeze, and he can't call a squeeze with King Jack off. Yeah. I mean, I guess you can, but he shouldn't. I think it's probably a losing play to call a squeeze, but it's really easy to squeeze with a lot of hands that would absolutely fold if you yourself put in the re-raise, like ace-five suited and things like that, you know? So that's really surprising to me that he calls it. That seems bad. Maybe he just thinks the structure is really good. I'm really good. I get I to have, have position. I have position. If I get called, it's kind of a disaster when I ship. It's just yes. like basically I just have blockers. How much did Strelitz make it? Uh, min raised 120k. Maybe he's like it's so cheap. Yeah, like it's it's okay. Yeah, with with all these other things. Like getting called is kind of a disaster when you ship King oh, Jack off here. 100. Yeah. percent Like yeah. you're never getting called by King Ten, right? No, you're always behind. You're literally 100 yeah. percent behind. I mean, you can get called by nines or tens, and that's fine, but it's not ideal. Of course, but you're you're behind to all. It's it's pocket pairs and and aces that yeah. are calling you, right? Just and often the hands that have you dominated too. Right. So yeah. I guess he's just trying to avoid that and like use his skill. He thinks, like, I have position, I can do this. I'm not a huge fan of this, but he is very good, and maybe he's right. Maybe position is powerful enough that he can make it work, and it is cheap, at least. Yeah. Still, there's some real problems with this. 
Well, that's what he does. Okay. Small blind who is Simon Dedman, who is the best player in the world, folds. Did you send him uh, his mint that you send him every February 14th? Yes. Because you love him so much. I just like that one play. <laughs> I thought it made a good play. <laughs> anyway, continue. Yes, he folds. Uh, yeah. And, uh, Brian Altman's in the big blind. He's got 2.68 million. So over 30 blinds. And he calls. Mm-hmm. Uh, over 40 blinds. Excuse me. He calls with 8.6 in spades. Suited. See, it doesn't mean he has a lot of eight sixes. It means he's got eight of spades, six of spades. That's correct. Yes. If he had a lot of eight sixes, that would be like a full house or quads or something. Yeah, eight six in spades. If, uh, like someone on the river says, I got eight six and turns it over and he's got like quad eights in spades. It yeah. still be eight six of spades, but it doesn't have to be. But it can be. It obviously could be. These are all things that are relevant to the breakdown. All right, so the pot's 450K. We're going to hit the flop. Okay. We've got some confusing things that happen on the flop. Yeah. Most notably that it checks around. I don't understand at all. So nine I, jack, eight. Okay. Nine of hearts, jack of spades, eight of diamonds. Right. So that means that Daniel Strelitz flops the nut straight. Or just the nuts, even. Yeah. Yeah. It is the nuts, which is a straight. Yeah. Um, not much for Altman. He has bottom pair, backdoor flush draw. Mark andre has top pair. Yeah. And somehow... Strelitz doesn't see bet when his opponents really are likely to have a piece of this board. And Marc-Andre doesn't bet when it's checked him on the button and he has top pair. Here's, okay, I understand Strelitz's check so much more than I understand Marc-Andre's check, personally. You think he's going for a check race? No. No, I don't. I think he is, um, knows that this is the kind of board three ways he's often checking. This yeah. is exactly the board he's checking a lot. So the fact that he has the nuts is almost irrelevant. He's trying, these guys are too good. To, to like bet when you have it and check when you don't kind yeah. of thing. So it's got to be what he's doing, right? He's just like, this is the kind of board that hits you guys enough that I would be afraid, and so I'm checking, even though I actually have it this time. And yeah. I'll figure it out later how to extract chips. He really has it. Yeah, this is, this is as much having it as you can have. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, if, if Marc-Andre bets, he very well might check raise, but I don't think that's, the, that's what this is about, though. Okay. Yeah, do you agree? Yeah, I think so. It makes sense, right? So, but Mark Andre's check is a bit strange. I have no idea what the hell he's doing. Why would he check this? Why? Because somebody could have Queen Ten. <laughs> <laughs> he's got eighteen blinds. There's seven blinds in the pot. Seven and a half blinds in the pot. This is an important pot now. Yeah. Why aren't we betting and protecting our hand? Getting value, also, by the way. We have a good enough hand. We can get value with this hand. Yeah, you can get value. You can get value from Jack Ten. And Queen Jack and pairs that um, the big blind has that decide not to fold, which with really, Strelitz behind Strelitz who checks, not too worried about it. I mean, him. if Altman has like nine five or something, he's not going to call probably if he has queen nine, he's calling probably. Yeah. Yeah. Pairs, pairs and straight draws. If he has any kind of good nine, he's calling. If he's ace nine, he's definitely calling. Yeah. He might just call with a nine once when Mark Andre is short and he th- assumes Strelitz is folding a lot. He's going to be out of position to him, though. It's not great. It's not great. It's sort of a dynamic board, too, where, meaning that um, who wins, the winner could change by, you know, whoever's in front right now may not be in front by the end, much yeah. more so because it's because of the straightiness of the board. Um, anyway, I, I think you bet to A, take it down, and that's fine, and B, to get, maybe it's the opposite, to get value first because you've got a good hand and you often have the best hand. Cool. Yeah. You protect your equity and you take down a pot that has value to you right now as Marc-Andre. That's pretty great. Like, we did better than shoving. We got an extra blind than if we had shoved. Way, we did it. Like, what are we hoping is going to happen on the turn? 
We get people to bluff, and then we call, and then a scare card comes, and we have no idea what to do. Like, yeah, let's go, man. I am not liking how Marc Andre is playing this so well, far. Although I've liked how he played the other hands. So I'm surprised he makes this check. Can you think of reasons why he would check here that are reasonable? I think he's worried about Altman check raising a little bit, feeling like it's a bet fold spot, and he really doesn't want to do that. Maybe does it really have to be a bet fold spot with eighteen blinds and King Jack though? I mean, what does Altman have that you straight draw? Altman really Can you have, have a ten. You think he's going to check raise against Marc Andre with this stack? With you think he's going to check call with a ten? You think out of might. position, he might. I think it's a terrible play. Like terrible is maybe a little strong. I think it's a bad play though because you. Uh, like, when you improve, it's hard to get any extra value. Like, so I guess Mark Andre's trying to avoid the scenario where he has to put in 17 blinds with one pair on a dynamic board. I think you should be willing to do it. But, like, you have 17 blinds or 18 blinds. Like, you should it's be... not em- a good feeling. Embrace, embrace the variance, buddy. You flopped well. Like, let's go. Don't just give free cards to every... You're giving free cards to both players. Ugh, it seems so bad. Yeah. I think maybe he's okay with... Maybe he's playing high variance in a different way. Like... Trying to get Strelitz to see bet the turn. Yeah. And then to do what? Call and call and then, the river. And hope a safe card comes on the river that doesn't scare him. Yeah, I mean, like anything but an ace, basically. How Most, about cards that make straights? You're going to have to make a judgment call on Strelitz. I mean, a queen comes and Strelitz bets. We're going to just, we're going to fold. We're going to call. I don't think we can Probably really going to fold most of the time. So aces, queens, um, is it uh, sevens also? A ten isn't a great card. Yeah. This is just, I'm just saying, there's like problematic, that's a lot yeah, of but, cards. It's, but it's not that many compared to the rest of the deck. But there's also Altman in the hand. Altman can shove it. <laughs> like if we, if we were heads up, this would be better, but I still like a bet when you're this short. Like I think it's unusual not to bet. I don't think yeah. it's terrible. I think he's just trying to disguise his hand and mm-hmm. get more value later. Yeah, I mean, I think that probably has got to be what he's doing. I just don't think it's a good idea based on the stack size in the situation. Well, it turns out it was fucking genius because yeah. he's drawing close to dead. That is a great point. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he actually felt like uh, Strelitz was strong, and that's why he checked. Maybe. Maybe that actually some, something happened, and he's like, oh, I actually shouldn't bet here. That, oh, that's actually a great reason to check. That's the only really good reason I can come up with. But that's, you know, that's my crutch of, like, maybe there was a live read that I didn't see. And Yeah, I think he's just trying to get more value later by allowing the variance to come in. Right. So, I mean, would you, would you make this check very often? Probably not. I... Don't I think I might on like a Jack four four board. That's uh, a really different yeah. board. Even like a Jack four seven board, I might do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, also on, like on, so much safer on this wet of a board. I might not. I don't know if I would have had it in me to flat pre flop either, though. I don't yeah. know if I'd be in the spot with this amount of blinds. That's a great point. By the way, other scare cards that we didn't mention are um, the not the not Jack pairing and Strelitz now putting pressure on us. Yeah. That's an eight or a nine ain't great either. Like Strelitz checking the flop. He absolutely has eights and nines in checks. He has 10, nine, maybe not, you know, maybe ace, eight, ace, nine and checks those a lot of the time. Right. Maybe he'll bet sometimes, but it, like, I'm just saying there's, there's a lot of bad cards. Well, Mark Andre don't care. Yeah. He's like the honey badger. He that's his new, that's what I'm gonna call him from now on. Okay. Because he checked. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That aggressive honey badger check. You know, he checks things, and you know what I check? I check out Nitrogen Sports. Nice. That's my transition to the ad. Welcome to Ad Town. Okay, go ahead then. <laughs> it's Nitrogen, people. <laughs> you got to get involved. <laughs> You're going to have to be more specific. 
No, part of our whole charm is the way we are, the colloquial way we do ads. Um, so <laughs> here's what you need to know. Nitrogen Sports, of course, is a poker room. It's also a... It's a poker room now? <laughs> just, oh, don't get all high and mighty with your <laughs> terms and semantics. It's a poker room. Everyone knows it's an online poker room. Everyone yeah. knows that. It's also uh, sports betting and casino games. It's, it's great. It's Bitcoin only, which is actually quite good because it means you get your money in super fast. And whenever you want to withdraw your money, you get it out in 90 minutes, which is days faster than everybody else and sometimes weeks faster than everybody else. Depending Sometimes on, infinity faster. Yeah, depending on how those other unnamed poker rooms and sports betting sites and things uh, decide to pay you how quickly. But Nitrogen pays you faster than everybody else. They're super reliable. They always do it. It's great. And, Grant, you may not be aware of this, but there's a link in the description of this podcast where if the people who are listening right now use it to sign up to Nitrogen. They just click on it and sign up. Guess what? They get access to our special Poker Guys Only for Fans tournament. (laughs) It's a tournament. It's called Only for Fans. It's not. (laughs) <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> but it's great because it's, it's called, only for fans. What is it actually called? It's called like Poker Guys Tournament? I think it's called, yeah, the p- Tournament Poker Guys or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you won't even get to, to see that in the lobby if you don't use the link when you sign up. And yeah. uh, there's a big guarantee on that. Oh, big. Big, big. <laughs> it's 100 millibits. Which is 1,000 buy-ins. Right. At the, at the moment, that's like 600 bucks. Yeah. Um, the buy-in is 0.1 millibits, which is like 60 cents. Yeah. So that's a pretty good difference. And guess what? We only ever get about 80 players or fewer. So there's a lot of free money out there. You should play. It's really insane not to play. It is, as we like to say, the BIVIP, the best iterated value in poker. BIVIP. Yep, BIVIP. You can use that in your... You can just use that, guys. You can steal that from me. That's fine. BIVIP. It's really got a ring to it. It's definitely going to catch on, much like the big fly Nancy. <laughs> yep, similar similar improvement to the game. All right, yeah. back to the hand. Okay. Got the Jack of Hearts, Jack uh, Jack of Spades, Nine of Hearts, Eight of Diamonds, Flop. Marc-Andre Laudicera is King Jack. Daniel Strelitz says Queen 10 for the nuts straight. And Six Eight of Spades for Brian Altman in the big blind for bottom pair. The turn is the Four of Spades. Yellow, so, Brian yes. Altman. <laughs> yes, now Altman has a pair and a flush draw. Yeah. Marc-Andre still has top pair and Strelitz still has the nuts straight. Uh Altman checks. Sure. He could bet this. He absolutely could, but it's fine to check, too. Yeah, it is. He's often ahead right now. With the eight? Yeah. Yeah. When it checks through. True. It's not terrible to bet, though, because check through on the flop. Yeah, and you get to build a pot and stuff, but it's really okay to to check. And, you know, if you're trying, you let Strelitz take a shot. Strelitz is often going to take a shot now, right, when it checks through. And, and, And Altman checks again. So Strelitz is like, okay, guys, start giving me your money. Yeah, let's go. So he bets 225K into 450. Exactly half pot. Love it. Wonderful. Marc-Andre has one choice, right? Yeah. He can I only so. call with his king jack here, top pair, second kicker. It seemed weird to raise. I mean, he's short, but what the hell? Let's just call. Yeah. That makes way more sense. Spades are going to be a little scary because Strelitz could have spades as yep. played, you know, but. Spades are not great. Doesn't come in that often, so it's fine. Yeah. A lot of times we're just going to get to win on the river or a scare card will come and Strouts will check. We'll just check it back and win a lot. So it's now totally cool. So now Altman's in kind of a weird spot with his yeah. pair and flush draw. What, are you, what is he supposed to do? 
It's interesting. I think my guess is Almond was check calling if Strelitz bet and Marc Andre folded. Yeah, because he could he's just, beating Strelitz a he lot. He could hero on the river with without improving. Exactly. But Marc Andre calling, now it's like, well, am I beating both these guys? No, it's he's, very unlikely. You're always behind Marc Andre pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So now as when he's as short as he is, like you just are. But Marc Andre rarely has a huge hand, also. Yeah. Rarely. Um, so I like a raise here more than a call. A call is not crazy by any means. You obviously can't fold. So the raise is kind of like a semi-bluff. Yeah, it's, you're uh, semi-bluffing. Even though you have a pair and you have showdown value, it's clearly not good enough. So that's just you just kind of add that to your semi-bluff equity, like hitting trips or a six might make me win also. There's, there's a cool way this can play out, too, where if Strelitz calls and Marc-Andre folds, we'd be wrong, but we could decide Strelitz has some spade draws. Right, and so if we brick the river like we're often going to, we can check call against Strelitz, but it'd be much tougher to do that against Mark Andre, I think, because Mark Andre's got more made hands, I believe, yeah. and Strelitz has more spades of the two of them. So Smart. I'm just like trying to like plan it out in my head as uh, as Altman, like even on the turn here. I just want to let everybody know, Jonathan, as he's making his points, is slamming his fingers <laughs> down on his thighs, yeah. like it's a table, and it looks painful. Does that hurt? No, like, no it dude, feels he's good. doing it like really it hard. Great. No, it's like a little massage. Okay. <laughs> I, I, in fact, everyone should do it right now. No matter what you're doing, no matter where you are, do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, Altman agrees with you. He's going to race. I like it. Do you like it? I think I do. It looks like Marc-Andre has a lot of one pair, and Strelitz has a lot of C-bet. How, um, how deep are we as Altman? Started with 2.68 million. So over like 40, almost 45 blinds. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's fine then. Like we're obviously, if we get re-raised, we have to fold. Yeah. Which sucks with this yeah. hand. And it turns out Strelitz has the nuts, so we might get re-raised, but there's no reason to think we're going to get re-raised at all here. There's yeah. just no reason to think it. You so. really expect Strelitz to fold the majority of the time. Oh yeah. And, and really Mark andre too. Mark andre, andre has like one most, pair. Mostly fold, but if he calls, we still have equity. Right. If Mark andre moves in, we kind of have to call, I think. I think we do. Yeah. Right. And that sucks, but it's okay. Yeah. Actually, but, we absolutely have to call. I mean, we're raising to 700K. Mark Andre started the hand with 1.2 million. Oh, my God. It's yeah. an insta call. But we're basically, yeah, we're, I mean, Mark Andre is, is moving in or folding. Yeah. Right? But by, we're, we're, yeah, this is good. We're basically saying, it's cool. We're saying to Strelitz, get the hell out. We're trying to get, we're trying to get it all with Mark Andre, right? We're saying to Mark Andre, we've got a really strong hand, and you clearly, you almost never do. Ha ha. <laughs> you know, that ha ha is really important. That laugh at the end, it really adds to the, the whole vibe. And then you kind of like twist your mustache a little bit. If you have a mustache, some of us don't. You don't have to have a mustache to twist your mustache. Whoa. Think about that. You know, you said something to me once, which has stayed with me for a really long time. Oh, yeah, what was that? Something about like, if you spend your whole life, what is it? <laughs> I was just making a joke about how you always are like obsessed with getting the most value and not getting screwed even yeah. for like five cents, even if it's going to cost you an hour of your life. Um, I think the, I think the quote was, "If you spend your whole life trying to, not to get a raw, raw deal, deal, you're giving yourself a raw deal." Yeah, yeah, it's really moved me. Yeah, and I've really thought about that a lot as I changed my cell phone provider to an even cheaper one yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, uh, so similarly, yeah, what were we talking about? I don't know. This? Something about all been raising and twisting his mustache. Oh yeah, yeah, twisting your mustache. Yeah, if you spend your whole life. Because you said you could twist your mustache without having a mustache. Yeah. And that was profound. <laughs> it was profound. <laughs> Much like this raw deal thing that you said. Yeah. So, guys, good. think about that. I came up with another profound thing the other day. Yeah. Uh, a, a dealer where I was playing said something about how poker is just a bunch of stories. 
and I, I said, and I, I can't believe how amazing and eloquent I was in the moment. <laughs> oh I'm, no, I'm kidding. But I did say, and I was like taken aback by thinking this, like poker is stories to a lot of people. This is true, right? Like to a lot of people, that's just like, it's a collection of stories you want to tell people, but to other people, poker is money. And to the people that poker is money for, they want to be playing with the people that poker is stories for. I never thought about it like that before until that dealer said poker is stories. And just to be clear, uh, when you say stories, what you mean is stories that people would tell others about their play, right? Right. As or, opposed to like the story that you're telling in a hand. Like, and yeah, the, the context of this was like somebody like brought up a hand and somebody's like, oh yeah, it's just like me. I can always tell the story of the hand from four years ago. Right. It's like, you know, like they did have these hands that they played that are so interesting to them that they can always use as a go-to story to tell. Mm-hmm. And that's why they're playing, it seems. Like maybe not explicitly or entirely, but that's like their motivation rather oh. than... Right. Than profit. Right. I mean, yeah. And, you know, and I think there's a whole spectrum and you're not like at one end of the spectrum. Sure. Like you're definitely because like you were just saying the other day to uh, Wonka and me, actually, like, well, I guess you guys are more like after like just the straight profit. Like, I'm not as not as interested. You know, well, it's like, not exactly sort of the that. same kind of a thing. Uh, it's not exactly what I was saying. When okay. I was you were talking about playing hyper turbos online that take 15 minutes. Yes, I and, was. which I don't really enjoy very much. Right. Um, so I wasn't exactly saying that I was saying like. You have more fun with the idea of the EV of the situation than I do. And my EV is affected by how fun I find the situation to be. So I wouldn't play as well, I don't think, in situations I didn't enjoy. And I don't enjoy that situation, so I'm not going to do it, basically. Yeah, I I don't think it affects my EV like or how I play. But I enjoy that situation, to be clear, too. Like, a hyper turbo is fun to me. But anyway, moving on. Moving on. So Brian Altman raises to 700K. <laughs> of course he does. All With right. The eight, six of spades. It's on the nine of hearts, jack of spades, eight of diamonds, four of spades on the turn. Altman raises to 700K over the 225K bet from Strelitz, who has the nuts, and the call with top pair, good kicker for Marc-Andre Ladoucer. What a disaster for Marc-Andre how this hand is playing out. He's like, cool, I've given away all these chips. I really might have the best hand, and there's no way I'm calling. He already knows this before Strelitz has acted. Oh, yeah, Altman, Altman's raises enough to get Marc-Andre out of here. I got to believe. Yeah. What should Strelitz do? Boy, I am really torn. I was going to say raise, then I was going to say call. So I was thinking we could say we, raise is a reasonable thing because Altman's throwing strength. Yeah. Um, at the same point, Altman may be showing strength in a, in a particular spot where it's gone bet call. And like we, as Strelitz and Marc-Andre aren't showing a whole lot of strength. Right. right. They don't look super interested in this pot. Marc-Andre looks like, I mean, it's weird that he would have a jack because he didn't bet the flop, but it looks like he has a jack or maybe an ace nine, ace nine suited. I don't know how he has. So weird. How is he supposed to have any of these hands? Yeah, I know. But okay. Um, whatever the frick he has, um, two tens. I mean, none of it makes sense. No. But whatever. Um, so it's possible like Altman is often going to uh, fold if we put in any more action. Like if we put in another raise here, it's super strong. Yeah, I think Altman might have a lot of just naked flush draws here. Any flush draw yeah. feels like it plays better as a raise than a call because right. it looks like you can get folds. Absolutely, and he's going to be out of position. It's going to be hard to realize any equity even if he gets there. What else does Altman have here? Sets. Sets that he didn't bet the turn with? He decided right. to check raise. He decided to go for a check raise. He decided Strauss just can't yeah. hold back And anymore. two pair hands, probably. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... So against those hands, you might want to put in a raise. Alman I mean, might fold. Set, sets are going to... He's going to hold on with the set, and he's going to fold two pair, I think, mostly. Maybe jack nine he goes with. Maybe. Maybe. Um, but the good news for Strelitz is he's got the nuts, and he's in position. Yeah. If Altman has a strong hand, 
you can off like you're going to be able to put in chips later. Like yeah, the not, problem is spades. Like if a spade sure. comes, either you can be beat or Altman won't pay anymore. Right. There's a, that is of course a problem. Now do we have we have the Queen of Spades as uh, Strelitz? Yes. So that's kind of cool. That's nice. Um, and that we block it. It also blocks a spade from showing up. Yeah. That's good too. Um, often you're a proponent, and I'm usually in agreement with you, of like when you have a straight, put in a lot of action ASAP. Yeah. Right? Because you can't improve and you don't block anything. Right. Except other straights. Um, and those are really good points. This spot exactly, I think I like a call because we're in position as straws. I think out of position, you almost have to put in another raise and just like usually I win, but whatever. Yeah. Usually it's just over. But, I mean, I guess you could just call. But mostly, I think, when you're out of position, it's just so much harder to realize any extra value when you're out of position. Unless it's a guy like Chino Ream or someone crazy where you'd call to let him bluff the river, you know? Yeah. Here, this way, we could let Altman bluff the, bluff the river. But if he doesn't, we get to bet. And if he puts, if we have the nuts on the river and he bets, we can raise. And if the spade comes or the board pairs, we can call. And like, there's a fine. world where Marc-Andre reships, by the way. That's a great point. Yeah. That's a great point. I don't know if it's very often... But it's not nothing. It's more likely than him putting the stack in if Strelitz raises, I think. I agree completely. Yeah. I completely. And maybe Marc-Andre's got, like, too much of a hand to fold. It seems almost impossible. It does. May, if he, and he's going to reship. If he, he's not going to just call, right? He's yeah. just never going to just call. It's, it seems crazy. No, I don't think. So, because he has, like, 300K left if he calls, right? He yeah. Five blinds. Yeah. Yeah, he's just going to go all in. Right, so giving him a chance to do that rather than blowing off the hand also has value. I like a call here. Yeah, I think that's fair. This is cool because, you know, we did a hand a little bit like this recently with uh, William Reynolds uh-huh. where he made the nuts on the turn with a straight. Lex Veldhaus had a set. Tony G had a top pair and a flush draw. And William Reynolds only called on the turn when Lex bet out, which is not the same. But yeah. there's some similarity here where he's trying to allow for Tony G to come in and to let Lex bluff again. Now, I, we liked... A raise better in that spot, and we, we did. We enumerate the reasons why in the in the podcast. But here, I think a call is better. I think I agree. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think you would be doing anything too wrong with a raise. I think sometimes you're going to get all of Altman stacked. It, it can't be bad when you have the nuts to put in more chips. Almost ever. Yeah. Almost ever. I mean, I mean, you, once in a while it's bad. If but. you have like pocket aces on an ace ace deuce board and somebody bets into you, probably shouldn't raise. Someone just check raised you on the river. Yeah. I guess you have to raise there. Someone yeah. check raises you on the flop or the turn. You should probably just call. Yeah. Because they can't have that much. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> Unless you I mean, guess a, they can have a full house. You can have a very serious dynamic with them. Sure, you can be Bentley Spindler, and they, yeah. and they don't trust, they just never believe you, and they're definitely calling you with two kings. Fine. Yeah. But besides that. Right. Anyway, Strelitz calls. Seems like a good play. I think raising wouldn't have been so bad, but calling is interesting, too. Yep. Mark Andre makes a pretty easy fold at this point. He's like, like he's, I just have to keep making these easy folds three ways. Probably going to fold to Altman, but now that Strelitz is yeah. called, it's a lot easier. I think he's usually folding to Altman anyway. Yeah. Altman has so many two-pair combos and stuff like that. Yep. Pot's now 2.07 million. And Altman's like, okay, Strelitz can definitely have spades here. Yeah. Altman can be ahead. Yeah. For sure. Uh, the board is nine of hearts, jack of spades, eight of diamonds, four of spades. The river is a king of spades. It's not fair, Jonathan. Altman gets there. Why isn't it fair? Because Strelitz had the nuts and now he lost. Mm. Well, he hasn't lost yet. Maybe he can find a way to win this Hate to see the best hand lose, don't you? You know, you hear that all the time. Well, the best hand can't lose if it doesn't fold. But anyway... You know what I mean. I do know what you mean. Um, We don't know for sure that Strolz is going to lose this hand. I just know that he's behind. It's going to be tough for him to win it. Well, he's going to have to get a fold out of Altman. Yeah, I don't think he's going to try to. He might, 
Wow, you're like Mr. Spoiler over there. I mean, come on. Why don't you tell us? Why don't you tell us all the Avengers who die in Endgame? So what you're you're, t- you're you're saying I'm spoiling that Daniel Streltz is not going to turn the nut straight into a bluff. That's what I spoiled. Yeah. Okay. Cool. He doesn't do that. By the way, everybody would have already heard of this hand, and you would know it. It would be like in the poker lexicon. Oh my God! You're giving way too much credit to viral poker internet now. Whatever. The rivers of the king of spades. <laughs> Altman's going to bet now. Who dies? Just tell everyone who dies. Go ahead. Who cares? Just tell them all. All the people who died in that movie. Go ahead. Steve. There is a character named Steve, you know. Corey. That's not a character (laughs) that I'm aware of. Samantha. Nope. Not one of those either. Keep going. Zachary. All right. We're done. (laughs) This was less funny than I thought. (laughs) Brian Altman (laughs) has, has the eight high flush. He probably is a little bit worried about a bigger flush. I mean, it's a terrible spot if you get raised, right? It's awful. Well, the Jack of Spades and the King of Spades are both out there. So it would have to be like the Ace Queen of Spades mostly. I guess it could be like the Ace Low of Spades. Ace Ten of Spades? Yeah, that didn't bet the flop. Yeah. All these things that didn't bet the flop. Right. Which but, is fair. It looks yeah. like Strelitz probably wouldn't have bet the flop yeah. with any of those things. But uh, you, you still got to go for value here. You just have to bet. And you might even have to bet call. Because you're pretty high up in your distribution. Uh, that's, a, that's, that's almost like a worry for another day. Yeah. You got to bet and find out what you're doing you, and make another decision when it's time to make the decision. You have to put the chips out there. You cannot check. If Strelitz has a set, he's checking. If Strelitz has a straight, he's probably checking. Like, you got to bet. Well, maybe maybe, maybe Strelitz bets a straight, but he's checking a set, I got to yeah. think. Allman bets 650. Strelitz snap calls. No, I mean, doesn't he have to? I think he well, has we should to. talk about it. Um, first question: Is this a good sizing by Altman? I mean, Altman is clearly targeting these kinds of hands, right? right. Just he has about a, a pot size bet left, maybe top two. Yeah, he has about a pot size bet behind. Do you think Strelitz would have called if he had moved in? I don't know. Neither do I. Um, it's a much tougher spot for Strelitz. He might call anyway because of the way he played it, and he may sort of reason out that like he has very few spade combinations. Yeah, and then this is and he has the queen of spades in his hand. Having the queen of spades in his hand actually makes makes me think he probably does call, um, along with the fact that he doesn't have many spade combinations. Um, but it's a much tougher spot, and you hate it. You hate it, and it comes down to like how bluffy is Altman here? How is Altman the kind of guy who's just like putting this putting this level of pressure on when he when he doesn't have it? And what does not having it mean here? What's he supposed to not have? Like, yeah, it's hard to not. He goes have all it. in with what? Yeah, Maybe he has a pot size bet left. Could he have a worse straight and be going all in because he's like, I mean, we're getting it in any way. I want to make sure I get value out of your set. That'd be. I, the, guess, I, I might talk myself into that. Maybe. Maybe he could have like Ace Ten and be bluffing. Right. Ace Ten with the Ace of Spades. Yeah. Sure. Something like that. Anyway, possible. You bet six fifty instead. Yeah. I think that's probably better sizing. I think, although I don't know, when you bet 650, is he ever getting called by like a two pair or worse hand by Strelitz? I think maybe, maybe, t- maybe top two. Maybe you should go for it all. Like, maybe, maybe you think, I, I think what's going through Altman's mind is if he goes for it all, he's mostly only getting called by better hands, by be- better flushes. Yeah, I don't think it's true, though. I don't think it's true. I think, I think Strelitz is going to have to call with, with his current hand. 
And I think he's going to have to call with some other ones, too. Like, is he, can you just go fold, folding all his sets here because a spade came on the river with a pot size bet back? Like, he calls on the turn. Like, let's, be, let's get into Strelitz's mindset for a second, right? He calls the turn specifically so that way he can get the rest of Altman's chips later, right? Right, but there's bad cards. Of course there are bad cards, but are they bad enough is the question. I understand you don't like it when the board pairs and you don't like it when the spade comes, but... Like, are they bad enough that we're just going to throw our hand well, away? You're talking about the straight again. We were going down to two pairs and stuff, talking about those. Okay, but that's fair. That's fair. Um, but sets are similar, right, to the straight. Yeah. So two pair is different. Two pair feels like we're losing a lot more stuff to me. I'd be much more concerned about two well, pairs. If Altman moves in, but all, the thing is like... Right, when he bets 650? No, we're talking about if Altman moves in right yeah. now. So when, when, if Alman were to move in for $2 million, it's a different story. You would not love it with top two. I think it's kind of a clear fold. I think it's a fold as long as we don't know anything about Altman that would tell us to call. Yeah. Like, like blind to everything, I think we have to fold when the spade comes. Right. So I think that's why Altman is betting 650. He's trying to like give himself a chance to get called by hands like that. Also, um, no, Queen 10 was already there. No, no new straight comes in. The king of spades just makes yeah. spades. Okay. Spades and top sets and two pair of hands. It is. A, I mean, this, this goes back to something you brought up earlier, but like, let's say Altman has a set of eights for a second. Okay. I don't know if he can really have a set of eights because preflop has to happen a particular way. Turn has to happen a particular yeah. way. But let's say he has that. Um, is he really going to go all in on the river with a set of eights? No. Right. So he's going to so. bet more like 650. Yeah. Right. Um, well, that's a good sign for Strelitz with the hand that he has and the yeah. situation that he has. Okay. Um, I'm not sure Altman's going to bet the river with a set of eights. This is, right. Yeah. Right. He may not bet at all, or he might bet small, smallish yeah. to get value out of some slightly worse hands and to block, basically. Yeah. But he might just check, too, so he doesn't deal with it. Um, let's say he has a straight. Let's say he has the same hand. He's queen 10. Okay. Okay. Check raise on the turn makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Now, he might have bet it, but okay, once in a while, maybe he'll check raise with the nuts. Is he going to not bet the river with, with the straight? He might bet the river with the he straight. He might right? bet the river. Because now he can get value from sets and maybe a worse straight and things. Although, how likely is Strauss to have a worse straight? It's like, what, six, seven, ten is a worse straight? It's just a super weird spot for Alman. I feel like this is kind of a blocker bet. And if Strauss were to move in, he might fold. I mean, he might. Like, what if Strauss, Strauss just has the ace of spades if he moves in, right? Yeah. If he, for a bluff? Yeah, Strauss has to have... That he chose to call yeah, the how turn. How does he call with? the turn with just the ace of spades? Can't do it. Ace ten with the ace of spades? Can't do it. He just fold, right? Yeah. Easy fold. Ace jack with the ace of spades, maybe. Maybe. But it's tough when Marc Andre is called behind you yeah. already. But maybe. I don't maybe think maybe ace yeah. jack with the ace of spades. I think this might be a bet fold spot for Altman. Wow, that's terrible. Well, because he only has like two million to which is, come into, as he comes to the river. Which is with, making right? me come back around to what I said earlier. Maybe he should just go for it all. Like bet two million, bet all in instead of betting six fifty and being in a weird bet fold spot. But I mean I think you get called by a little bit less, but at the same point, it's I don't think it's enough less to make it minus C V. That, I mean, that's the only reason to do it. I don't, I don't think you should be trying to avoid the bet fold spot because you're bet folding because you think yeah. it, calling is bad. Once right. You know, right. Like if you think he's bluffing too much, then we bet call. And if we think he's not bluffing enough, then bet folding saves us 1.4 million. And that's good. Yeah. Um, even though it's an awkward spot, a spot you don't want to be in, I don't think we should try and dodge it just for that. 
But I think, but I like your other point for sure about if we just, if it's just more plus EV, if we can just get, like we knock out some of the calls, but we make so much more money every time we get called that it's worth it. Yeah. That's good. As long as Strauss can call us with some sets, we're okay here. Because yeah. if it's just straights, it's not enough. I don't know. Like, I th- I understand. I think I call quickly like Strelitz with a straight when when Altman bets six fifty here. If he bets yeah. two million, I don't know. But let's talk about the six fifty. Yeah. Should he consider folding? Like is, the question really is: Is Altman going to play a set like this and bet a set like this? Right. Is it possible that Altman has some bluffs here? Let's just like because this plays into like if we should consider calling or not as Strelitz. Like so, here's the way it would work as a bluff. Uh, on the turn, feels like I mean it is a bluff on the turn, right? Yeah. So you're like, eh, you guys are weak enough. I can just I can just blow you off this hand. So it's, he tries. To but do it's it. like a semi bluff with a lot of equity against most. Sure, things. maybe he's got a ten in his hand. Yeah, but I'm saying the one that he actually has yeah. is like. A pretty strong equity semi-bluff that he feels comfortable getting in against Marc Andre's range. Right, that's true. Yeah, that's true. But maybe he has a ten in his hand, which isn't as good, but not the end of the world. Okay, to do it against Marc Andre, and Marc Andre is usually folding. Yeah. Um, and then a spade, and you're like, okay, I'm giving up. And then a spade comes on the river, and you're like, well, actually, this is a pretty good card to not give up on. If I'm not going to give, if I'm ever not giving up, this is a good card to not give up on. He's just got like the ten three of hearts and just goes for it. Spades, but yeah, right. No, I mean, if, oh, oh, if he actually has a ten three, yeah, um, yeah, like he's like he's like I'm giving up on most cards if I don't get there, but I can I can represent either draw. One of them is mine, one of them isn't, kind of a thing. And like Strauss doesn't have that many spade combos, so it's kind of good. Maybe. So Maybe I'm, I'm wondering if it's possible because if he can have some of those, then it's Strauss. We have to call more. He has to be baller enough to bet six fifty into two million as a bluff, though. Yeah, which is like tough to actually pull the trigger That's on. It's a really good point. It's a really good point. On the flip side, you're wondering if Strauss should consider folding. Yeah. with with the nut straight. So yeah, maybe six fifty is a not so bad as now. Strauss didn't 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 consider, consider and I, I didn't say he should. I was no, wondering if asking. he should. I'm no, wondering if he should. No, Strauss calls pretty much right away. I think I, it's, I get why he's got a plan. Yeah, he's you kind of have through. to call. It's he's just got to like, spades. He's calling, but like you kind of know you're losing, right? You're like, I mean, you're losing to value. You're losing to most of the value. Yeah, most but of it's the just time. like so hard for there to be a bluff. You have the queen of spades. You're call- well, no, he's not calling because he knows he's losing. He's calling because he thinks he wins enough of the time right. that it's worth it. Right. Yeah. So that's different than you know you're losing. Yeah, but okay, but enough of the time that it's worth it still means you're losing the majority of the time. Sure, but that yeah. can be true in poker a lot. I know, but it sucks is what I'm saying. <laughs> now, I'm not sucks. entirely sure this is the correct call. I'm just like, it probably is. I think it has yeah. to be. Like, we can't only call with flushes. This is the next best hand. We even have the queen of spades in our hand. Oh, my God. Yeah, what, I mean, what it's, a dream. A, it's kind of a must call. I agree. Like, if we don't have a spade in our hand, I think it's still a call, but it's at least something to think about. Having the Queen of Spades as a blocker just feels like whatevs. Let's just go. kind of a brutal run out for Strelitz there. Super brutal. I think he calls believing he's going to win because his face, I think, is a little surprised when he actually sees what, what Altman has. Isn't that true? I feel like he, to was, remember he was like already having a funeral before. Oh, he was called. he? Yeah. Okay, you, just, you watched it much more. I looked at it quickly, and you, you actually watched it, so fair enough. So I think, yeah, he's going to have to call. He probably has to call the all-in also, but it's a much tougher spot. Um. If he, by the way, if he's not calling the all in with this hand, then it's a terrible shove with eight high, with the eight high spades. Yeah. So he better be calling the, the all in with right. this hand. Right. I agree. Yeah. Um, and other hands too, by the way, and like sets, which means as Altman, you have to know that your image is loose enough 
and crazy enough that like like aggressive enough that like you can get called by sets sometimes. Yeah. Right? Otherwise, you just can't go all in with the eight high flush. And maybe that's why he doesn't. Maybe his maybe. image isn't crazy enough, so he bets six fifty, so he can have sets here, maybe, and yeah. worse straights and whatever, and just get called by good hands. I just don't know what to make of this spot. This river is so complex as far as like what Altman's supposed to do and what Strelitz is supposed to do. I know. I it's mean, a tough spot. I think Strelitz is absolutely supposed to call. He's also getting a, a hell of a price, an amazing price. Yeah. He just doesn't have to be right very often. He blocks what he wants to block. He has a shockingly good hand for what he has. Like, he has the nuts on the flop on the turn and never plays like he has the nuts. Yeah. Like, it's as underrupt as you could be, really. There's a million. Uh, to me, all arrows are pointing to call. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I agree. It just feels like a call. You're like, I, I know. lose. I know. I know. I do understand that part. Yeah. For sure. And it does suck. For sure. And I think, yeah, like we were saying, Allman just has to bet. And if we think we might fold out too many of these like pretty good hands that aren't flushes, we can't go all in with the eight high flush. We just can't. Yeah. So then we have to bet like yeah. 700,000. It's sort of absurd. Maybe Allman played it perfectly. You know what? He, another option would be to bet even smaller and uh, give... Strelitz a chance to bluff raise the river. But what's he bluff raise? It's tough to have a bluff. He's got to have like two pair and turn it into a bluff. Yeah. He called 700K on the turn, so it's tough to, for him to have a bluff. Right. No, no, no. I'm saying he has to have two pair or yeah. something, or even a set. And like we bet 400K on the river, and he's like, oh, God, you have a straight. Nah, he's just going to call. Right, because it's 400K. Yeah. Yeah, even two pair he might just call, right? Yeah. But he's going to see it. He's going to see the opportunity. Yeah. At least he's going to have to at least think about it, especially with two pair. With top two, he's going to be like, is this good enough? Should I just shove? Does shoving always work? You know, of course, if you bet 400K as uh, Altman, you have to call, right? Because then you're inducing it. Then that's another weird spot. Well, you're doing it on purpose to induce. So now you have to you have to just follow through. Otherwise, what the hell are you doing? Well, I I think those guys played that hand interesting. Me too. Me too. I don't know. What the hell Marc-Andre was doing kind of ever. I understand him folding the turn. I understand him calling on the turn and folding on the turn, but I don't understand any of the other stuff. The other guys, it all makes reasonable sense to me, at least. Yeah. It's a cool hand. Cool. Music is my sunlight, and all I need is one mic. And I can show every single MC how it's done right. Every time I come by, I'm bound to leave them so tired. I'm sipping on liquor, a quitter is what I'm not. We got one life, and I took a minor break, but I'm back to claim the throne. And gonna be traveling the globe, we still have time to make it home.